You are listening to the Marketing Counts Podcast, where we help you leverage the internet for more traffic, leads, and sales. We bring you the cutting edge insights on digital marketing, social media marketing, e-commerce, email marketing, and more. Just remember that marketing counts. Marketing counts. Now, here's Paul Counts and Shreya Banerjee. Hello and welcome here to the Marketing Counts Podcast. This is episode number three. Paul Counts here along with... Shreya Banerjee. Hello. How are you guys? I hope everybody's doing well. I'm doing fantastic here. I hope you are doing great. Um, boy, we are rocking and rolling here. This is number three. Uh, today, we're talking about our third pillar, right? So the third pillar that everybody needs if they're trying to market online. Um, Shreya, should we recap um, everybody on kind of what we're covering here? I think so. We've been talking about it, but it's always important to kind of recap, right? So we're talking about three pillars at Marketing Counts, and they're very important because you need this no matter what type of business you have, you're going to need these three pillars. And pretty much everything that you're doing, you're going to fall into these three pillars. If it's outside of it, it's probably a squirrel that you're trying to chase. So the first uh, first pillar was foundation. Those are your 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 hosting, lead capture pages, content, your everything. You know your how you're capturing content, pretty much your conversions, copywriting. Second pillar that we talked about last week was traffic, paid traffic, free traffic, and there's a multiple sources of different traffics. But you just gotta pick a few that you like and just master them. And the last pillar, the third pillar is engagement is the one we're talking about today. Uh, and it's how you engage with the audience once you have, uh, you drive traffic to it, you capture your audience, how do you engage with it? Yeah, that's so true. It's so powerful. That's a great recap. And, and if you guys missed any of those, go back and watch episode one and episode two. The great thing about these pillars is that, like Shreya mentioned earlier, like you have to have these in place. Like These are the three things we identified. And everything we do at Marketing Counts is focused around these because these are the three things that every successful online business has. If you do not have one of these in place, you can always fix it. Like if your foundation is messed up after you listen to episode one, you can fix that. You know, you can increase, you can fix your landing page. You can always increase your conversions with better copywriting. And we're going to talk in detail as we move on with this show on copywriting. We're going to have shows just on that. We're going to have shows just on how to build the perfect landing page and the tools you use around that. Like there's so much to come here. We're so excited. But today the focus is engagement and um, engagement is, is how you follow up with your audience. And Treya, it's pretty safe to say that a lot of companies get this part wrong, right? We see a lot of people fail at this. They do. They do. And it, even if they don't get it completely wrong, they get 50% of it wrong. And I say 50% because a lot of companies don't realize there is a short-term engagement with the audience and there's a long-term engagement with the audience. Short-term is qu easy to say like, okay, I just collected your information. You know, you gave me your phone number. You gave me your uh, email. I just said hi, or I sent you the coupon that you just signed up for or whatever it was, you know, just short term or Facebook messenger that you I just sent you the initial Facebook message. That's it. I'm done. Those are the short term ones where you immediately engage with them once they give you something in return. Long term engagements, more of email follow ups, push notifications. And that's where companies mess up mostly because they feel like, well, I should not bother my customers anymore. Uh, they just feel that fear that I'm, I'm bothering them, right? And that's not true. If you look at big companies, 
just try to model them. That's what I, that's what we do in marketing accounts. At least, you know, we look at big companies and how are they marketing and what are the trends right now? If you look at Amazon, you look at, uh, Expedia, you look at, uh, I'm trying to think of some other bigger, like Best Buy, Michael's, uh, yeah, Bed Bath and Beyond, you know, like they, they email you every day, sometimes multiple times a day. Yeah. The same thing. You know, <laughs> the flyer of the week. Have you checked it out? Yeah. Like they are in there. They're following up long term with you. They are. They are. And that's where, you know, the, uh, you, I love when you just mentioned that the fact that people, um, you know, they worry about, oh, I'm going to offend people. I'm going to, they're not going to want to work with me if I email them too much. They're going to unsubscribe. Well, that's fine. If they don't want to hear from you anymore, they will hit that unsubscribe button. And that's okay. You want to be engaging with people that want to hear from you, right? They joined your list for a reason. And the thing that we always tell people here is that if you're not marketing to them, somebody else is. You are not the only show in town. I hate to tell you that. Like, we hate to break the news to you. Mm -hmm. You are not the only business that's offering the service you offer in your town, in your city, in the world, whatever it is. There is competition everywhere you turn. You're a chiropractor in Bozeman, Montana. You are not the only chiropractor in Bozeman, Montana. So you better be willing to follow up with your customers. Now, every business, there might be, you know, if you are a chiropractor, you may not need to email people every single uh, day. You might have to email them once a week, right? A weekly reminder every couple, you know, every 10 days or something, right? Like it's going to be a little less for your business. But if you're selling online, you're selling products, you better be emailing them constantly. I mean, you know, Amazon, Best Buy, those guys, they're emailing us constantly saying, hey, you know, check this out, new offer of the week. And they don't care because they know where the money comes from. And emailing is one of those things that we are both personally very passionate about because it is your own built-in traffic stream. Like, you know, if you get your foundation right and you build leads with your foundation and then you get the traffic that sends people to your business and you're capturing those emails as you should be, then your email follow-up is where there's going to be a ton of money. I mean, the statistics show, it's like for every dollar spent on email marketing, there's a $44 kickback. That's a 4,400% return on investment, right, Shreya? That's pretty strong, isn't it? Mm-hmm, it is. It's huge. And, and it's something that businesses miss out on. Like we, we work with people for years and people that are at a high level in this business that even are like, oh, I'm afraid to email my list. I don't want to email them. It's a constant like pow, you know, battle with them. Like, why aren't you emailing them? You got these leads. You worked hard to build them. Why not follow up with them? Like those are your customers. Yeah. They want to hear from you. So um, engage what, with them. Engage with them because you're building your relationship with them. You don't just go to your, um, let's say, I'm trying to think of something, bring a blank, but you don't like you're building relationship, right? If you're yeah. a mom and pop shop, say you have a restaurant, right? And you have a local customer, you're building relationships with them. So what, this is no different than building a relationship. With I've heard you share this concept before and uh, it's about a car, right? If you have a really hot mm-hmm. car, um, shouldn't you drive it? Right? Like mm-hmm. you should, you should drive that. I mean, if you have an email list and you don't email it, that's like having this amazing car in your in your garage and then you never take it out and drive it because you're afraid that it's going to hurt the engine or something you know like don't don't buy a ferrari go buy a used car like right go buy a used car you know leave if you're going to leave your ferrari in there don't do it if you're going to not email your subscribers don't capture your leads you know if you got them they're an asset a lot of people don't know you know one of the things that that we've done before is we've sold businesses for clients and customers we've literally sold online businesses And one of the number one assets that comes with that business is an email list. It's a customer list. It's because there's a lot of value in that and people view that as an asset. So, 
when you're building your list, that's your asset. You should email with them. And you talked about how do you build a relationship with them. And so I think we should talk about a couple strategies people can use to engage with their audience. There's two different types of emails. And um, Shreya, do you want to talk about one of those? That's, you know, uh, broadcast emails, right? Do you want to touch on those? Yeah. Can I really quickly go back? Yeah. Uh, you talked about selling businesses. And I know a lot of people don't get into business thinking, well, I'm going to sell this and get out and make it rich, right? But that's yeah. a possibility. You got to keep it open. And when you mention email as an asset, yes, you can have a, you know, 10,000, you know, 100,000 people list, but that asset's no good if you can't prove that it's active. And if you're not interacting with your audience, they, people want active lists. People want, you know, that's one of the things, how you measure the health of your business. So if you're not interacting with them, you won't get much out of it. Very good point. And, and you're right on the, you know, people never know. You never know when you might need to sell. One of the guys I sold a business for, his health took a turn, right? So he needed to sell. And so you never know when you need to sell. So you need to look at your business. Your business is an asset and great, great point because yeah, I mean, a list of 10,000 people that's never been touched, that's not going to do you much good. But a list that's been engaged with, contacted, you know, you've actually emailed them, that's critical. And so one of those ways you can engage with your list is through broadcast emails, right? And, and um, there's a service that we use that sends broadcast and you can actually access that service at marketingcounts.com forward slash autoresponder, marketingcounts.com forward slash autoresponder. And you'll go to our recommended autoresponder that we use uh, here at Marketing Counts and um, those broadcast messages. So Shreya, I'll let you talk about broadcast messages a little bit. Yeah. So broadcast messages are very important. They are, they're just, you're letting people know what you're up to pretty much, right? Yep. It's no different than I'm not related to like the businesses that I get emails from. If you're getting a coupon from Party City uh, for 20% off, that's a broadcast email. That was not queued up for a long time. That was not because, you know, I joined their list. It was they're saying, that, hey, this week, it's ending today, this coupon, 20% off, go use it. That's a broadcast email. You're letting them people know. So if you're a restaurant, hey, come in and in this Friday, kids eat free. That's yeah. a broadcast email, right? Or 20% off uh, uh, an entree this Friday or Saturday or whatever. Um, you would follow up and you'd give the one-time offer or just tell them what's going on, give them an update part of very important part of building that relationship with people it is it's it's a really critical part and and the reason i brought this up is it's so um it, it's so misled so there's there's two misconceptions there's two different types of emails i'll talk about um the autoresponder email here in a bit so there's automated follow-up emails that's you know your autoresponder that's where you put in an email and automatically sends an email and trey reference that saying this was not an email that was queued up where a broadcast, when you send a broadcast, it goes to your entire database. And we see people make this mistake, right? Where they, they, they're like, oh, I'm set. I queued up 50 emails in my follow-up sequence. I'm good, you know? And then they build their list up and they never send a broadcast, right? But, you know, like you pointed out, when you send a broadcast, it goes to your entire list immediately, right? And so you need to use both styles of emails. Just because you have autoresponders in place uh, does not mean everybody's going to be at a different sequence. If you have 10,000 subscribers and you have 50 different follow-up messages, that means that 200 subscribers, if I did the math right, 200 subscribers could be at every phase of your autoresponder at any given time, right? So they may not be seeing your email um, from day 10 because they're only on day eight. So you're only reaching a couple hundred people out of your email list of 10,000. 
Whereas if you send a blast, you're going to hit all 10,000 people at once with your offer. So you need to have that mix because the autoresponder messages, that kind of keeps people engaged with you. That's what we like to call, ooh, found money. Um, it helps people get to know, like, and trust you. Your autoresponder would be things like, hey, guy, you know, here's a valuable article about my market. Those things that you pre-select and send out. But like Shreya was pointing out, if you have a promotion going in your business, that's when you hit them with the broadcast, right? Yes. Very important. And you're yeah. still building a relationship with them. You are. You are still building it. And again, it comes down to don't be afraid because people are like, well, but Paul and Treya, that's great, but they're going to be getting my autoresponder messages, so I should wait to broadcast them. No, you should no. not. No. no, definitely not. Yeah, definitely not. Like you can tell uh, we're both on a little soapbox here and um, that's because we see businesses fail at this miserably and um, they always have the excuse of I'm afraid I'm going to email them too much. And guess what? The thing is, is that you might email, if they get two emails from you in a day, they're probably not going to see that first email or they may not see that second email. So you got to realize that people check their emails at different times. Um, some people check it in the morning, some at the end of the day, some people late at night, some people early morning, like everybody's different and your market is different too. Like we could sit here and tell you the best time to email your list. We have stuff that works with our market, but you know, we've got clients that are in, in different niche markets and for their clients, the best time to email them is not touch them on a Friday because they're all, they all have their day off, right? Most, most of the people in this field take a day off on Friday. So you need to email them uh, Monday through Thursday and you need to catch them after 5 p.m. because they're evening type checkers. So every niche is different, right? So you know your market, you know um, how to reach them yes. and when to reach them. You, you do definitely have to know your market. Say, for example, your plumber. People don't want to get an email from a plumber every single day, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> or a real estate agent, right? They don't want that. No. Um, but as a real estate agent, you could definitely email them once a week, once every two weeks. Yeah, with reminders and different things. And, um, you know, those are those are super critical. Chiropractor, similar thing, once every couple of weeks, you know, get them in the door. Just don't let people forget about you. Now, if you're selling online, online retailers, um, online service-based businesses, whatever the case is, all bets are off. You're a coach online, you're selling information products online, um, you know, your e-commerce selling products, like every day. email. Email frequently. Yeah. I'm going to give you like an offline version of the engagement piece. So our real estate agent here who we purchased this house four years ago from, she still every month sends us in mail um, a newsletter. She publishes oh, wow. a newsletter every month and it's a, it's a hard copy. So she mails it to us. It's by snail mail. But that's a follow-up. That's an engagement, right? You're doing the same thing when you're doing it with an email. If you have a newsletter, send it out once a month once every yeah. two weeks or whatever it is they're following up she does an amazing job i know another real estate person who lives in our neighborhood and i don't know and maybe i'm giving away their secrets but <laughs> it's widely open because i get invitation every month they do something or every two uh, every month or two months they do some sort of event where they send out notifications on their facebook wall they um sometimes even send you hard notifications where it's a printed copy of sometimes they've gone to movies sometimes they've gone to like a family night family night out a picnic or something that they do to engage with their audience still they know that you're not going to buy a house right now but if you do you're they have already built a relationship with me so next time i want to put my house on sale i'm going to go to him and mm -hmm. say hey you know you're my friend i need my house sold what are you going to do so that 
piece of engagement is continued. And if you have an email list, if you have their phone numbers, you can do push notifications. All those things that you were going to do, like the events that he does when he posts it on Facebook, he could have emailed it out too. So it's just multiple ways of touching people. It is. And it is. And we, we're touching on email. You just mentioned physical mail. And that's great marketing too, because a lot of people are so used to getting uh, stuff in their email or social media. Uh, but that leads us to another engagement is social media. Like social media is a killer traffic strategy, but it is another way to reach your audience because not everybody. Now, most people email still by far the best because majority of people check their emails. The only thing that changed is how they check their emails. But the thing is, is that people do check their Facebook. So you should, like Shreya mentioned, he announces his events on Facebook. And if he sent an email about that, that's double engagement because sometimes people are going to see it on Facebook. They may not see their email, vice versa. They'll see it in their email, but they may not see it on Facebook. So, you know, I miss a lot of stuff that's on Facebook. Even though I use Facebook a lot for business, I'm not always on Facebook constantly. So I do miss stuff that's there, but I tend to be in my email more. But everybody's different, you know. And, um, you know, I think Shreya, you probably see more on Facebook, right? Mm-hmm. And less, less in emails. At least you don't even read my emails. I know that. But. <laughs> <laughs> Should I tell them the funny story? Yes, so, please do. <laughs> yeah, so we're at a live event and this lady, uh, one of our students who comes in for a mastermind and she's a fan of Paul. Like she's been following Paul for the longest and she's there to meet Paul, right? Like she's super excited. So we're working with her. And maybe she's even listening to this. <laughs> we're talking about um, we're talking about emails, and Paul's talking about like how you write emails and this and that. Like, didn't you hear about this through this communication for for the event? Uh, how did you hear about the event? So she heard about the event through a Facebook Live. Paul did again multiple points of touches, right? So now he just does an email, but he also does Facebook Live to get his audience attention. So she got into the event. She knew about it through a Facebook Live he did. And Paul said, well, I emailed about it for months. Like, it's, it used to be in our PS section for months. And she goes, well, I never actually open and read your emails. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Paul, I think it was heartbroken. I was. It was. It stung, you know, because I'm an email guy. But like you pointed out, it proves the point that it's a good thing I was doing Facebook Lives or she never would have, you know, engaged with us in that way. I know. And I was on the floor laughing. I bought it. <laughs> you were on the floor laughing because it was fantastic because you don't even read my emails. I don't. I informed everybody of that too, so. But, you know, that's the beauty of this. Like, that's the beauty of us. Like, you get both sides, uh, multiple sides. And that's why we preach that you have to touch, use the same content, but touch it in multiple different formats so yeah. that people have learning different learning styles. People have different um, material observation styles, if you want to say it that way. But you, you have to put the, your content out, the same content even, on multiple sources so you can attract the same audience or different audience. Yeah. With that said, we did have an attendee there, and he reads my emails. So that was <laughs> that. another one that did say he read, reads all my emails. And, and there was somebody else that she found us through a PS email that we both sent through our, our success council list too and, and marketing council list. And so, you know, like there are people that, that they, they engage with it totally different. You know, some people, you know, it's, it's, everybody's different. And so you've got to recognize that you can't be like, Shreya has been really good for me. Cause I've always been somebody that's like, I'm stuck in my ways, you know, like I've been in this business for years. Like I'm an emailer, I'm an emailer. No, I have to expand. And that's one thing she's helped a lot with. And that's 
why we're able to reach people through other mediums like Facebook Live and Facebook. And, you know, it's, so it's all about having multiple touch points and that's critical to any business. And if you're missing that, you're missing out. Right. So I'm going to just touch on uh, quickly on all the different engagement pieces. Okay. So yeah, that's great. Talked about short-term engagement. Social media is a great way of doing short-term engagement. Uh, we talked about long-term engagement, email follow-ups, email broadcast, amazing way for long, building that long-term engagement. Your chatbots, chatbots are very famous these days on Facebook, even on websites where on your website, the bottom of your website says, can I help you with those chatbot things? Very, very effective. Phone apps, if your business has a, an app, if your restaurant has an app, you know, um, it's a very easy way of engaging with your audience there because then you can have your menus in there you can have uh coupons and that goes with any business even as a plumber you could send coupons out and you know whatever the coupon of the week coupon of the month however you want to cleaning services yeah. they can have an app <laughs> you know what i mean uh, it's endless push notifications if you have their e uh, phone number if you have your customer's phone number you could definitely do push notifications to them uh, even on websites you could do push notifications on websites uh, yep. where it's up on their on their on their screen yeah and then geotargeting i really wanted to touch geotargeting because uh it sounds creepy uh in this day and age and however everybody knows everything your data is just out there unfortunately that's the truth yeah if you're using any if you're if you have a phone everybody knows everything pretty much yeah, they do your phone is constantly taking data and you have uh, Siri on it, you have Amazon Alexa on it, you have the Google Android version of what you know, whatever on it. So like they're hearing you. You say, okay, Google, your phone will like light up, right? So they're hearing you constantly. But the way geotargeting works is they locate your phone. And if you're, there you go, I said, okay, Google, and my phone popped up. <laughs> it says, my apologies, I did not understand that. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, the way geotargeting works is when you're driving through um, a location, it would pop up a notification on your phone saying, hey, you're close by. Why don't you pop in? And Walmart does this very nicely. If you have the Walmart app on your phone or if you've like, I don't know how they, I have the app, Walmart app on my phone. So maybe that's how it works. It, it pops up the notification saying, oh, you're driving by Walmart. Did you stop in for this, this, and this? <laughs> I mean, it's creepy. Yeah. Walgreens does this really nicely too. Amazon Go. I just I was in Seattle. We had an Amazon Go store. That's yeah. uh, pretty insane. Um, uh, I was talking about Walgreens. Walgreens does this really nicely. When you're driving by, you're really, or even if you've stopped by close a store close to Walgreens, they say, "Oh, you're just a mile away from the nearest Walgreens. Uh, why don't you stop in and say wow. hi?" Like creepy stuff. But that could be done for your business too. And you gotta be. A little bit, you got to think and see how all of these apply to your business. Right. Right. If you're a restaurant, this would work beautifully saying, hey, oh, I see you're in the neighborhood. Why don't you stop in for a, you know, ice cream sundae? You could give them a coupon too. Like, I mean, push them a coupon, right? Like, you know, hey, why don't you stop by for dinner? You have dinner plans, $5 off your, your first meal or something. I know. And it's creepy, but it's good. It's effective. Yeah. I would be excited if I saw something pop up. Like, oh, I haven't had dinner yet. Maybe we should stop here. They give me a coupon. Mm -hmm. it, it, my haircut, place to get my haircut, similar. Um, you know, they have an app and I can book 
my appointment. Very simple app. You know, I can, I can find where the nearest haircut place is. They tell me what the wait time is and I can book my haircut there um, all through an app, you know, and they do push notifications as well. And it's um, that, the really good points. You mentioned that like that's, you know, er, you need to be thinking outside the box. Like you just have to be, and um, it's super important. And you also have to get out of your own head. Like, Oh, this is creepy because it's how people are, engaging with you you know it's not creepy it's it's just the new the way of doing things you know it's, yeah. it's and if you don't then you're just gonna fall behind right you absolutely will so no that's that's critical and then obviously we you know you talked about those and then we have email too you know which is so important and ensuring that you're touching them at all points whether it's email the phone app the geo targeting the um you know posting on your social media to let them know you're still alive and those types of things are critical to your success Mm-hmm. completely agree the with the engagement piece at least i know with the traffic piece i said or like you know we mentioned it last week like pick a couple get re- re- get really good at it don't have to worry about all of them but for the engagement piece the more um platforms you touch the better you'll be right yeah 100 percent. it's um you know you definitely you need to be on as many platforms as you can possibly make work for your business because everybody some people love twitter some people love facebook you know i mean you got to realize that and we talked about a tool, like there's a tool called like Hootsuite you can use. And, you know, there's tools like that you can use to, when you post on one, it goes to several. And we'll talk about that kind of automations later on. Those are the proper kind of squirrels um, that we'll d- talk about. But um, for now, like, yeah, be in as many places as you can because your audience needs to hear from you. They, they follow you for a reason. Let them hear from you. Mm-hmm. So that's great. Anything else you want to add here on engagement? I think we covered it pretty well, though. I know we went into some pretty deep stuff. So we did this and this concludes the three pillars. Now um, what we're going to be doing in the future shows, we're really going to be diving into each of these methods. We're going to be obviously sharing some cutting edge info. You're going to hear some rants from us. Um, You know, this is a frustration point. This is something that we see people doing constantly. That's wrong. Like, you're in store for a lot of amazing things to come here in Marketing Counts, and uh, we're excited for what's ahead on the upcoming shows. We're going to be diving into each of these traffic methods. We're going to be diving into the perfect way to write copy and, and email your list. And I mean, just so much fun to come, right? Right. And one thing I do want to say, though, even though this is a podcast and we're not interacting with you live, I would love to hear back from everybody. You know, yeah. reach out to us. Tell us your questions. During these podcasts, you can answer questions, too, if we have some coming in absolutely we can you guys can find us over at marketingcounts.com marketingcounts.com from there you can join us via email Um, you'll be able to interact with us through facebook if you're on facebook just look up marketing counts we have a group and a page so the group is sharing more content um, you know about the marketing world the page that you can friend us on and, and like us on is Um, us just sharing what's new with marketing counts podcast updates podcast episodes all that's to come over there so follow us on facebook marketing counts just go to facebook type in marketing counts you'll find us and then um, of course interact with us uh, via our email list and just go to marketingcounts.com if we can help your business we have a form there you can fill out and we can uh, follow up with you and, and provide you know let you know how we can help your business moving forward with any of these three pillars so that's the beauty of it. All right, guys. Well, we will wrap the show up. And uh, thank you, Shreya, for all the great insights. Always fun. And uh, we will see you guys on the next episode of Marketing Counts. See you guys. Looking forward to it. Bye, guys. 
You are listening to the Marketing Counts Podcast, where we help you leverage the internet for more traffic, leads, and sales. We bring you the cutting edge insights on digital marketing, social media marketing, e-commerce, email marketing, and more. Just remember that marketing counts. Marketing counts.